excited. I took a hundred business cards and I gave away 90. No, 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 no. You want to collect names. You want to collect business cards, not give them out. Because when you have that person's contact details, then you're in a position to follow up afterwards. If you give out your business card, who knows what happens to it? It could end up in the trash. So the key is don't collect, uh, don't give out your business card, collect them instead. And it's the same when you thank people uh, for information that they're sharing. A simple thing like, that's a great question, Mary. Uh, tell me more. It makes people feel important. Welcome to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by Meet Edgar. Each week, we bring you a guest to inspire your creativity, breathe new life into your marketing strategy, and get you motivated to take action in your business. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll walk away feeling like you took your social media marketing multivitamin. Enjoy the interview and remember, what's possible for them is possible for you. And we can't wait to see your success. This episode is brought to you by the social media automation tool, Me Edgar. Now we're going to talk to Carolyn a lot about networking strategies in today's episode. And she's actually a Me Edgar community member. And you'll hear her talk about how Edgar has saved her over eight weeks in total of time spent on social media. So I will let her go ahead and share her experience. But if you find you'd like to try Me Edgar for your social media automation strategy, go ahead and sign up for a seven-day free trial at meetedgar.com. Use code socialpost upon checkout to get a free month. Now let's hear from Carolyn. Welcome back to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by the social media scheduling tool, Meet Edgar. And today we are going to talk about the topic of networking. We're lucky to be joined by Carolyn Landsman, who has actually written the book on the subject. So she is a author. She is a coach. She is a leader in this space, and she holds a master's in business administration and helps business leaders and entrepreneurs grow their business. And networking is one of the things that she sees work really well. So I'm going to pass it over to Carolyn to introduce herself a little bit further, and then we'll get into the topic of networking, how you can use it in your business, and some really great tips for you to take action on. So Carolyn, go ahead and introduce yourself a little further to the Meet Edgar community. Hi, and thank you for having me, Megan. I'm very excited to be here. One of the things I love to do is to help small businesses grow, and it's because I've started several small businesses from scratch. I know what it's like, I know the challenges, I know the fear, and for me, it's just, I have this absolute passion uh, for helping small businesses and entrepreneurs, and this is just one way that I can help do that. Oh, that's so amazing. I love hearing from people who have been in the trenches. And I know you think that networking is a life skill that everyone needs, but it can be something that's learned. It's not something that's just innate if you're like an extrovert or something like that. So if you're someone who is starting a business and you don't have a huge network of people um, to go to, what are some of the very first steps that you can offer our community to take when it comes to networking and building this network out? It's like any kind of sales and marketing activity. It's really important that you have a strategy. 
lot of people will just turn up at a networking event where it's not aligned to their business or their industry, not really knowing what they're doing. So for me, the first thing I would say to them, develop a networking strategy. You don't want to be just networking everywhere. You want to choose uh, an industry group that aligns to your business. For instance, if you're in the wellness business, you don't want to be going to a networking event that works in the arts. So that's the first thing, have a strategy. The second thing is have a budget. It's like any uh, marketing activity. Uh, know that it's going to cost you and it shouldn't cost you a lot. And that's one of the great things about networking is it can cost you very little, uh, but you still have to budget. There, in some cases, you may have to pay uh, fees. You might want to take some of your network out for a coffee meeting, uh, send thank you notes if you're meeting face-to-face. -face. The other thing you can do, you must budget your time. So it's not something you do on the cuff. Uh, you need to set a time in your calendar like you would any other meeting. And when you budget your time, it's not just the time of the actual meeting itself. It's also the time traveling to the meeting, from the meeting, or if you're on social media and you're networking online, budget time to follow up. If you don't follow up, you've wasted your time. So that's one really important thing. Regular events, make this a regular thing so it's consistent. And if you do those things, you're on top of the game and you're doing things much better than most people do. I love how easy and actionable those tips are for you, especially getting started on um, social media, because I know these days, a lot of people aren't going to real person events. Um, so can you talk to me about some tips on when you're setting that time aside, what activities am I actually doing to meet new people through social media? How is this really awesome tool of social media utilized so that I can actually make it an effective networking tool? One of the biggest mistakes people make on social media when they're trying to network is what I call tell, 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 sell, sell, sell. Mm. It's not about selling. Networking is about making connections. When you have built trust and rapport, the ability to sell comes further down the track. Now, think about the spam that you get in your inbox. Uh, think about if you have a Facebook group, the people who want to sell you something, or if you're building a Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn connections, I get this all the time. People just want to say, hi, I'm Mary. I have this wonderful business development tool. I'm sure you're going to be interested. Please set up a meeting and we'll do it. Nothing is more off-putting. You don't know who this person is. And what I found has worked best, a little like the tips I talked about before, uh, plan your strategy. Join Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups that are relevant to your business. The best way to make a connection is to add value. Uh, comment in a positive way, never be negative. Congratulate other people, tell them what uh, they have said was worthwhile to you. 
because what you're doing is making a business friendship. And if you make great comments that are of value and use, what you'll find is people will want to connect with you as opposed to you connecting with them. And that's always the best connection. It's not about how many people you know, it's how many people want to know you. I love that. I think it goes along exactly with what we like to teach at me, Edgar, with no like and trust being the thing that is going to make you successful. And that really does come to talking to people like you would in real life. So I know that you actually use me, Edgar, for your own social media needs. Uh-huh. Do you schedule your posts out to like network with people within the app? Um, how does me, Edgar, and using a social media scheduling tool really help expand your network? Uh, I think it's really important that you have the same kind of strategy when you're using a social media platform okay. like Edgar. One, I was introduced to Meet Edgar by a friend. I hadn't actually heard about them. And I had used three or four other social media platforms. And I found that I was spending a huge amount of time actually putting up my posts. I had to repeat, repeat and strategize in my head, oh yes, I've done that. Oh no, I haven't done, oh yes, I should do this. And when I met uh, met Edgar for the first time, I was blown away by number one, it was half the price of the other platforms that I was using. And that was a big attraction, but it wasn't the only attraction. The biggest attraction for me was the fact that I could load all of my posts and I regularly blog, and so that was important to me. But equally, when you're using social media, my blogs are kind of the soft sell, so I balance this with 80% of my posts being something that's inspirational or motivational or adds value. And I also will post other people's articles Mm. because for me, it's about building trust, rapport, and value. I actually calculated before we came on air today, Megan, that I have saved something in the vicinity of eight weeks by using me, Edgar. It's extraordinary. I had to spend a whole day a week posting to three or four of my networking sites, where now I can actually do it once a week and it takes me 10 minutes. Unbelievable. Time is precious. And that's the biggest thing that I've got out from me, Edgar. The other thing that I love is when I do a post, it actually creates variants of that post. Because on Twitter especially, you can only post once and you've got to repeat it. So I I write a post that's one, And it'll give me four or five other variants that I don't have to think about. So absolutely brilliant. And as you know, time is precious. And from this posting, I see a lot of organic growth in my business. And organic growth, fabulous. You don't have to pay for marketing. 
Yeah, so true. And I imagine that time you're saving just makes you be even more strategic and targeted towards the people you're reaching out to and just gives you that time back to actually do the activities that are going to move the needle and not, like you said, be actually just logging into social media all day. Um, so I know that you've spoken a lot about building trust and rapport and how you uh-huh. do that is add value, but obviously as small business owners, we need to sell as well. So in your book, you go into how a sales funnel is really a great option for you to look at to determine your strategy for networking. Can you explain your thought process behind what an effective sales funnel is? Um, if we don't use one as a strategic way in our business yet, um, kind of break down what a sales funnel is and how networking plays into that. You are going to lose customers through something called natural nutrition. Mm. I know that 1% are going to die, sadly. Uh, Another, I think, 6% are going to move away. 14% will uh, use other products or other services. But 68% will walk away from your business because of the way they are treated. And it might not be you. It might be one of your staff. And so when we talk about rapport and building trust, that is about communication. Mm -hmm. Many years ago, I became a Dale Carnegie coach, teaching the principles of how to win friends and influence people. I would say that book is one of the best sales training programs you can ever, ever, ever invest in. What's the cost of a book? nothing. This has been around for 80, 90 years. And the only reason that it sustained that is because everything that Dale Carnegie talks about today is, uh, sorry, that he talked about 80 years ago is true of today. And the first nine principles are don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Very important on social media. Nobody likes whiners. People will just turn off. The second thing is show sincere and honest appreciation. When somebody writes a a post in a group that you think is great information, say, awesome, this is fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing this. This is of such great value to me. Uh, Arousing other people an eager want, talk in terms of their interests. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest mistakes that I find uh, people make with networking events face-to-face is they come back and they're all excited. I took a hundred business cards and I gave away 90. No, 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 no. You want to collect names. You want to collect business cards, not give them out. Because when you have that person's contact details, then you're in a position to follow up afterwards. If you give out your business card, Who knows what happens to it? It could end up in the trash. So the key is don't collect, uh, don't give out your business card, collect them instead. And it's the same when you thank people uh, for information that they're sharing. A simple thing like, that's a great question, Mary. Uh, Tell me more. It makes people feel important. And that is the key to succeeding on social media is connection, connection, connection. 
Yeah, these are great communication tips. And I have noticed you've said follow up a couple of times in these questions that I've asked. So I can see that's a really key part of networking. How often should I be following up with people? Should it always just be through email? Or are there any other channels that you recommend following up with? Um, and what are some other kind of communication tips and a follow up if you're not getting any responses that our community could use? Uh, the, the key thing is if you meet someone online or you meet someone at a networking event, part of scheduling your time, which is allocating a time to follow up. For instance, if you were face-to-face, -face, I would allocate at least an hour the following morning. Book it into your diary. It is like having any kind of a meeting with someone. And in that follow-up, you're still not trying to sell. What you are trying to do is get an appointment. That's quite different. You're not trying to sell your products or services. You're selling an appointment. It might be as simple as, great to meet you last night, Mary. You know, I loved your thoughts around wellness. Love to get uh, together for a quick coffee. The key being quick. Because if you say the word a quick coffee, they don't feel like they're locked into something mm -hmm. they can't get away from. And, you know, I'm going to be in your area on Thursday with morning or afternoon suit. So you're not asking a yes or no. You're asking them to make a choice where they're going to say yes. If you're following up online, hi, Mary, you mentioned something about wellness last night. I was really impressed with the topic. Here's a link to an article that you might be interested in reading. So what you're doing is immediately adding value to the conversation. They appreciate the fact that you have remembered them, you have remembered the conversation you had, and you are looking to add something of value. Once you've built that trust, and it can be very quickly, depending on their response, then you're in a, point, uh, in a position to make an appointment. Mm. Let's say none of this works for you. The second strategy is I would suggest that you follow up at least once a month. Uh, they say every 90 days is a minimum, but that's only four times a year. I would say once a month with a blog, an article, or a link of something of value. Again, so you're building that trust. And depending on their response, you can make that phone call uh, maybe a month or six weeks down the track. Hi, Mary. You know, we met at so-and-so event. I've sent you a couple of links. How did you find it? Great. Look, I have some time next week. I'm going to be in your area. Love to pop in for a quick chat. Find out more about your business. Uh, how, is Thursday or Friday better for you? It goes like that. These are excellent tips. I feel like they're making it way less scary to communicate with people and not have to come up with my own script, but just follow this way of building rapport and adding value. So this is great. So to end out this discussion here, you've got some interesting tips, whether it's in person or online for building your confidence. So if I don't have a lot of confidence to reach out to people who say, I think are like above me in my skill level or in my industry, or I'm just afraid to talk to people, let's end here with just a few tips that you can provide our community to build that confidence so they can take these tips you've given and actually put them into action? Communication is number one. 
And that's why I recommend the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It'll teach you conversation starters. It'll teach you how to rapport and communicate with people. Uh, the second tip is you want to build that trust, but you need something called an elevator pitch. An elevator pitch is a 30 to 60, uh, 60 second blurb and it goes something like this. I'm Carolyn, lovely to meet you. I've, I am a business coach. I work with entrepreneurs just like you in the field of growing their business, something along those lines. I do have in the networking book uh, a little strategy on how to build the elevator pitch. And at the end of it, you want to say, do you mind if I ask you some questions? Because it's always about the other person, never about you. And if you keep that in mind, you will succeed. The number one thing that holds people back from networking is fear. To overcome this fear, when you have a solid elevator pitch, practice it in front of the mirror. They're not going to reject you. And it's a way of building your confidence. The other thing is go to a networking event, just try it. If it, it's what you call learning by rejection. But here's a couple of very quick tips to finish. Go to a networking event early. Find a person who's on their own, just like you. And that's how you build up your confidence. If you go to a networking event and everybody's already in groups, it's like, whoa, I don't know how to do this. Go early. Get to know the organizer. See who they can introduce you to. And lastly, join Toastmasters. Toastmasters is the cheapest form of learning how to speak in public. And that helps to grow your confidence. So and in summary, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Get yourself an elevator pitch. Practice in front of a mirror. Go to events early. Join Toastmasters. Again, all such actionable things. I love this. And guys, I know that Carolyn has been a wealth of knowledge for you just by listening to this, but she's also got an offer for her ebook. So I'm going to let her let us know where can we find you online and tell us a little more about your ebook as we round out the episode here today, Carolyn. The ebook's only available on Amazon, which you have to pay for. But if you send me an email, Carolyn at strategies, that's S-T-R-A-T-E-G-E-Z dot com. I'll send you that ebook for free. You can also tap into uh, my free resources, which is I have a, a, sales, uh, a sales model that you can follow, how to handle objections, how to uh, create an elevator pitch and a value prop proposition. These are all free. And they're available on the website at www.strategies, S-T-R-A-T-E-G-E-Z.com. I love giving free stuff out because I know what it's like as an entrepreneur starting at your own business. And uh, hopefully I can help other people in the way that I was helped when I first started out. 
Oh, those are amazingly generous offers. And I will put the links and Carolyn's email in the show notes. So go ahead and visit those. Um, if you have liked this episode, we'd also love your review. So go ahead and take a review of social posts and subscribe to get a new ex, a new episode from a marketing expert every Wednesday. Carolyn, thank you so much for your time and for that offer for that free ebook for our community. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. It is a really great resource for you to come up with that strategy and get the confidence to go out and network work. Carolyn, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Megan. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to keep the conversation going with us on social. We're at meet Edgar on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let us know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. And don't forget to tag us. Visit www.meetedgar.com and start a free trial to up-level your social media marketing strategy today. Happy posting.